Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yoda Speed, the sport of is back, baby. John's here. Hi, John. Hi, Brandon. You haven't really had a very long layoff, John. You've done two in one week. Is that right? I'm just trying to stay sane in these crazy times we live in. And the way that I'm doing that is by recording podcasts. Uh, The heart wants what it wants, um, but good job with the content. Uh, Stu is also here. Hi, Stu. Hey, buddies. And Chicken. What's up, fuckers? There we go. I will Um, say, in terms of podcast scheduling... This quarantine has been great for us. Not only do we have nothing going on in our lives, it's reached the point that Stu didn't know we were having a podcast till about 10 minutes ago and was totally available. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. There's, there's really no excuse at this point. It's just, ah, I could do this or I can stream something. I don't know. You know, right. it's, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm present. Um, John, for your the other podcast you did, was it did it involve blaming David Gibbs for the coronavirus or not? I just need to know. <laughs> it was Mitch Browning, but yes, that was correct. <laughs> Damn it! I was trying to go into the past of Gophers coaches, and I think I picked maybe one of the more unlikely ones that would make you and Dave unreasonably angry. You could have, you honestly could have named just about any figure, even peripherally associated with gopher football over the last 40 years and scored a direct hit. Ah, still, I can do better. I'll do better next time, I promise. That's fine. We'll work on it. Okay. If we are going to be reviewing old podcasts, I'd just like to say a quick shout out to Stu for your sign on two podcasts ago with Hi You Cool Cats and Kittens. Yeah, um, I'd be chicken to the punch on that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could tell chicken was, God damn it. <laughs> had no backup. I mean, she may have yeah. murdered her husband, but she does have a pretty cool phrase. So, Oh, that's genius. <laughs> Back to even. Back uh, to even. Yeah. So what should we talk about, Brandon? Okay, the first thing we need to talk about is our now world-famous uh, beer bracket that we've been doing. So this is the best beer but not the best flavor of beer, is the best still, reason you're drinking a beer. It's gone viral. Is it still okay to say things have gone viral? Is that <laughs> <It's>, in- <laughs> I, think, I think so. You sort of have to be careful, I think. Okay. Yeah. It's good viral. It's a good virus. Yeah. Um, yes. So uh, thanks to everybody for participating so far. As we speak, uh, this is, hold on, let me see if I can get this right, Wednesday evening, April yes. 8th. 
Yeah, it's yes. it's a Wednesday Probably. because tomorrow's not garbage day. That's how I right. know what day it is now. That's exactly right. So we um, we uh, put together the 64 best beers. We had to cut a few out, but um, that was pretty fun to get started on that. And then we got down to our Sweet 16, and this week has been playing for the Final Four. So three of the four teams, again, as we speak, have punched their ticket to the Final Four. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen the results. Maybe you have, maybe you haven't, but... Coming out of region number one, the number one seed took it the first day of warm weather patio beer. Uh, I, just beat out chilling on the pontoon beer. Right. The, I believe that was the top overall seed. So top not overall a surprise. Seed. No, not a surprise at all. Though I will say, uh, once this once this started and I could tell the way the votes were going to go and the type of listeners we have, uh, <laughs> I thought that pontoon beer might take it. It's horse shit. I had it. That was my winner. That's what I <laughs> that called. Was. Ro- fucking robbed. Fucking you were. Ted Washington. That, it was a tough, tough bracket. I mean, tough region for pontoon beer. I think that they. Well, it's a bullshit like it. region. I mean, it's fucking small town wedding. You did this purposely. You're the one that set it all up. You're the NCAA. You're the guy in Kansas City or wherever the hell that sets the whole thing up. And you're the you're, guy that doesn't read your email and just says, that looks good to me. Looks good to me. That's, maybe. <laughs> That'll do. Maybe. That's beside the point. That's not what we're talking about. You're the guy. You're like Obama with the with the, the thing in your office that you set the whole thing up, yep. and you're just chuckling the whole time. Oh, look at him in a fuck chicken. Look at him. He's just going to be pissed. Right. Yeah. I mean, this and isn't working out. This isn't working out too great for me either, but... Um... But I'll take it. I'll take that. So that was the first. That's, that's bra- the that's only r- solace I'm getting in this whole thing is that that's it's it. also not working out for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So team number one in final four, first day of warm weather patio beer, number one seed oh, overall for a reason. That is a fantastic beer and that uh, knows no demographic uh, lean one way or the other. Everybody enjoys that warm weather patio beer. Okay, uh, moving down to region number two, another top seed took this one. The pre-vacation airport beer beat, beat out uh, uh, fairly close. The kids finally in bed recliner beer. I was and I'm, I was extremely disappointed in that result. Extremely was, disappointed. Yeah. Do you? Is it just because you love the recliner beer so much, or you just are not a huge fan of the pre-vacation airport beer? I love the recliner beer. You have to understand where I am at my, in my life right now. I go on yeah. vacation once a year if I'm lucky. And merely getting to the airport is a chore and a half. So having yep. a beer before I get on a flight is, if anything, more of a challenge than a relaxation. Whereas the I just sat down in the recliner and the kids are finally asleep and I don't have to yell at anyone to go back to bed and there's a beer there, is the best of all possible worlds. So, I don't know who all you yuppie jerks are that are going to the airport and having beers before your flights like Rick friggin' Steve's, but frankly, I've had enough of all of you. They were worthy competitors, both of them. I love both beers very much. But the pre-vacation airport beer was number one seed for a reason. That's a universal beer. That's a good one. So I'm not I'm I'm okay with it, although I of course love the recliner beer. I'm also a dad. 
Okay, and moving with, on to with the dad listenership, I'm I'm surprised. I'm surprised that was not the number three. Seed. I'm surprised that number three seed is not in the final four. Totally. Yep. Hundred um, percent. I would I would assume dads would would love that way more than the pre vacation airport beer. So right. who knows? Um, okay, region three is also complete. The number two seed post yard work beer is moving on to the final fe- final four. And it just beat out the number four seed, Golf Beer. The number one seed in that region was got to the takeout place early beer. It did get to the Sweet 16, which is nice, but it didn't really make it any further than that. So there is a good chance, I suppose, that the seeding committee may have made an error on that one. Right. Not a chance. Um, uh, uh, certainty. It's a, there's a chance. Um, looking, at, looking at this, the Pontoon Beer and the Recliner Beer most likely should have been one or at the very worst two seeds. I would say they both got hosed with a number three seed, but, um, you know, them's the breaks. The post-yard work beer takes it, a number two seed. That's just a great beer. Again, there's no, uh, there's no real way you can, uh, can tuck yourself out of that one. And then, as again, since we are in the middle of it, the, uh, the fourth region is still playing. Now, the four teams left are the Small Town Outdoor Summer Festival Beer, Just Got to the Cabin Beer, Got to the Restaurant Early Beer, and Bonfire Beer. Right now, it looks like uh, Bonfire Beer and Cabin Beer are the, the last two um, that may make that one. So, so we'll see. My sense is Bonfire Beer will win that one, um, and I can see that one going all the way and taking the, taking the trophy. But, but we'll see. The Cabin Beer is a pretty good competitor. So that's where we're at right now. Guy. That that's that's the one I'm pulling for of the remain of those remaining. Um, so if you think of not... like the happiest you are is you roll up to the cabin cabin yep. mooch. You yep. first one. You, it's the first. It's the first beer. You you get out of your car and let me let me set the scene as I'm guessing what happens. You uh you jump out of the teal minivan. You mm-hmm. rip your shirt off. It's <laughs> And you have a beer that you've, you don't even have to go to the cooler. You've had one kind of in your pocket waiting. And before <laughs> the, the car is even in park, you got that thing cracked and you're ready to go. Like most vacations or getting away from the house, I always tell myself, what? What, what do you say? You're going on vacation. It's that first night on vacation or at the, at the cabin. You, you, you say. The first night, you take it easy. Pa- pace yourself. Pace yourself. Pace yourself. Just, just you easy, can't ruin it. Easy. Just slow down. And I've said this before. What when I'm on vacation, get to the restaurant, you know, get to the hotel. Maybe the, the hotel has a bar. Sit down. Chicken, just take it easy. Just take it easy. E- ease yourself. into this thing. Mm-hmm. Got a long weekend. Open up the beer list, or I open up the cooler at the cabin. It could go for just a Coors Light, you know, some light, some refreshing, just easy, ease into it. But no. keep scrolling, keep scrolling down that list. Is that a nineteen point seven percent ABV beer? <laughs> Dragon's Scrotum, nineteen point seven ABV. An age stout. <laughs> give me, give me three of those. Drink a- aged in heroin. Seventeen minutes. If you get minutes. two, it comes with one of those helmets. <laughs> just absolutely. An hour and a half in, I'm fuck just done, just either asleep or out of control. No, you wake uh, up the next morning. You somehow have had seventy five stouts. You are third degree burn sunburns, 
and <laughs> you check your ATM statement and you spent $300 on pull tabs. <laughs> Somehow on a ship, a, a tanker in, <laughs> in Lake Superior on my way to Sault Ste. Marie hauling logs. <laughs> You're a lumberjack. Everyone else <laughs> Every, is also a lumberjack. They Russian seem to know reason. you. <laughs> They all know your name. You know all their names. Everybody's Russian. I speak Russian. Don't don't know how I picked it up. Da, picked it up. Das Vidanya chicken. <laughs> das Vidanya. Oh man. You okay, know prostitute. So... You know prostitute. <laughs> ah, that's uh, my Russian me... accent, everybody. I did not know I was going to do accent work tonight, but well. That's what we're doing. Uh, can I? I got a question. I just thought of here. Yeah. Uh, of those that were of all the beers that were posted, what beer is the Duke of the beers? Ooh. You just so you're. It's such a. It's such a. A dynasty. You're just sick of it's it. It's got to be a like, highly. You know it's good. Of course, it's a highly good, seated beer that you looked at. It, you're like, fuck. This is fuck you beer. Honestly, for me, it was the Aaron beer. It was absolutely it was the, oh, the number one seed Aaron beer. You're saying that Broxy's beer, Broxy's Duke, favorite beer, that was the Duke. That's so beer. interesting. Kind of that's maybe the meanest thing ever said on this podcast. <laughs> I also sent kind of you the fucking seedy. Jesus, oh, wow. wow! Everyone's a critic, man. Okay, so you saw the Aaron beer and you're like, it's not. It's just not that good of a beer. It doesn't need to be a number one. Or is it like, yeah, I get it. I'm just, I'm just tired of hearing about it. Yeah, not all of us live in a diner where we just drive around getting beers in between all of our errands while our servants sit in the back seat holding all our groceries for us. <laughs> what? That's what I, I don't even know what you're talking about. This, uh, still as it uh, came from. Wow. Oh, God. John. Oh, you're nice. John, you're nice. Ten minutes into this thing. You're the nice one. <laughs> What role is chicken going to play now? <laughs> this is wow. bullshit. Uh. Anyway, I was utterly delighted that the Aaron beer was taken down by the, the what I called in the the polling the Cornfest beer, which is just a the most hayseed of all of the beers. And Brandon was already angry about hayseeds ruining his beloved bracket, and then the Aaron beer lost to the yeah that was that was nine thirty p.m. at Lakeside Park beer and yeah it was it was it was very much like let's say butler beating duke just nowhere nothing school maybe somebody better than butler who would be better than butler in this south dakota state it was south dakota state beating duke in the ncaa tournament jesus i'm upset well we um i have a couple complaints that i'd like to lodge uh, if we're all in uh, the midst of complaining, but maybe next week, next week, LOL, who am I kidding? Maybe <laughs> next quarter, uh, we should do our own bracket and say what our own actual final four <laughs> and champion would be. Because I don't think we've actually gotten to what what that would be. So does that sound like a good plan hmm. for next episode? Sure. Sounds like some work. Sure. Yeah. Okay, so fine. my my I have five complaints with this. Holy shit. Wow. That's a, that's a lot of compliance. All right, let's dive in. Uh, post-sports playing beer beat Christmas is finally over beer. I obviously did 
the rankings, um, as we have been able to tell through all of your bitching that's been happening so far. <laughs> um, but is do you think I'm the only one who really loves that Christmas is finally over beer? And I wonder if I'm it's tainted for me because I'm a child of divorce, and Christmas to me just means like so much family that it's out of control, and there's mm-hmm. nothing I love more than like kids are in bed. It's it's sort of like the fanciest, best version of the kids finally in bed recliner beer. And that was a three seed. So um, that that made me sad. Do you guys love that beer as well? Or is it just like, a, eh, whatever? Eh. I mean, yeah. I'm, a ch- I'm a child of many divorces. And <laughs> that was, I was always more of a... I don't know why I'm laughing at that. <laughs> okay. I apologize. That's not, that's not well, a funny You really funny one-up statement. the divorce thing. Oh, yeah, one divorce. Yeah. Oh, yeah, one divorce. Good for you. <laughs> oh, sounds like paradise. I'll, I'll conference Howie in so he can talk about it. Um, no, um, yeah, that was, I mean, I... I, I I get that impulse, but I mean I always enjoyed like the Christmas Eve beer more than I don't think that was even in there. Um, just, no, you know, you're right. Once, that was that's probably more of a powerful like, statement. Yeah, yeah, it's like you know getting getting the kids put to bed and having a big old barrel aged stout before you get into the other things you got to do. And uh, yeah, it's uh, I was never a big uh, post. I mean, I, I'll I'll just get sauced on Christmas Day just you know for the hell of it. But you know, right. Right, that's oh, better. No. Damn it! But I, okay. I get that. But I, I, I get the impulse though. Sure. Um, so it's not really a grievance. I'm not super concerned about that one. Same with number four, the adult sports league beer. Winning the adult sports league, losing to that early soccer game. <laughs> I guess I get that made me sad. It also made me happy for John because that was your favorite of all of them. <laughs> you were probably a little sour that I made the number ten seed. No, I just um, I think the problem there is that not everyone in the world plays for the Minnetonka Millers, and so that was the, none of the rest of us. I love that. None but of the I, rest I of us know what too. it's like. It could yeah. be softball. It could be anything. I yeah. like that beer, Brandon. I liked it. I I I was I voted for it. I was pulling yeah. for it. I mean, there are so rare occasions where you can justifiably dump a beer over somebody else's head um, and have it be a, a fun thing. And that's one of the rare occasions. So I was a little sad about that. I, but I do understand if you're watching sports. OK, so here's the thing. If it's 7 a.m. and you're watching sports at the bar, I mean, you could just be a raging alcoholic. That's right. Of course. Mm-hmm. But it's usually that's for a pretty special circumstance to begin with. Right. Right. Um, you're like in Australia and you had to get up early because the NFL playoffs were on or some shit, but most likely it's a soccer game, right? Soccer match, yep. excuse me. It's a footy no, match. Game, game is fine. Game is perfectly okay. fine. It's a footy game. Um, so that people don't just randomly find themselves watching sports at a bar at 7 a.m. So I do <sighs> understand that a little bit. Um, so I'm not, yes. I'm not super mad about that. Number three, I was annoyed that golf got more votes than my beloved takeout beer. I don't mm. get it. I thought that was a, a, a reasonable number one seed. That, to me, there's so much goodness to the takeout beer. That golf, to me, it's like it's, it's the Wisconsin Badgers of beers. It's fine. It's, it's there all the time. It's okay. It's a low ceiling. You know, it's I, golf. It's it's. Yeah, okay. I, I agree with that. I just think people have a very fond, you know, relationship with like, you know, 
disastrously flirting with a college sophomore who's riding the beer cart. You know, I think that's yes. just one of those things like, oh, I think she really likes me, guys. And she was like, into yeah, me. I think that's, yeah. When you put it she that way, I hate the golf beer yeah. more than any other beer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just, so, yeah. I don't know. Golf Maybe the takeout beer. Maybe the takeout beer is just not as, again, I, I, I kind of felt like it was one of those things that if you know, you know sort of deals, and then you're really into it, and you kind of secretly get to the place early on purpose, and that's, I mean, it's guilt-free, it's solo, you're about to eat takeout food anyway, uh, you're proud of yourself for getting there early, there's so much happiness wrapped into that, um, but I guess, I don't know, I guess maybe I'm more into the takeout beer than, than others. That, I that just... bothered me. I just have never once had a takeout beer, nor have I ever gotten to a takeout place early enough that it would be a possibility. Right. Oh, yeah. You really are. Miss, you are. Miss, you are really missing out, John. It's a delicious mm-hmm. beer. Yeah, but when I get takeout, yeah, it's it's, it's either like Papa Murphy's, which does not have beer, or it's Jesus a Chinese Christ. place. Oh my where, god. Where you don't, call don't it. get chicken started? Do not get chicken started. Okay? Papa I, Murphy's? Should we edit this what, out? What? I'm gonna go say? ballistic. <laughs> Did you did you say did you just listen? This motherfucker said this motherfucker said Papa Murphy's. What? Did he just say Papa Murphy's? <laughs> what? I, I have forty three children and only two jobs. So what I, do you I want out of me? Look, what do you want out of me? Fucking frozen pizza. <laughs> yeah. Either way, you're putting it in your goddamn oven. Either way, you're putting money. it in your fucking oven. What's the difference? I get getting out of the house, then get a takeout pizza that where they cook it for you. You're doing the worst of both worlds. It's more expensive for shittier pizza. You got, you got, you're cooking it yourself, and you don't have to go anywhere, or you go out, which is a good thing. But then you got to bring it home and cook it yourself. So make a lick of goddamn sense. Not one. This podcast is over. Fucking. I didn't even get to my top two. We already (laughs) lost chicken. Shit. Uh, Okay. Okay, top two. John, are you still with us? <laughs> no, I'm out of here. I'm sorry, John. I've heard things no, that He's I can't let pass. <laughs> it's, okay, let me just say for the record, that's the first time I actually legitimately had to ask if somebody had hung up <laughs> and left. Uh, out of anger. I mean, sometimes I assume Stu sometimes has left just out of boredom, but out of anger. Yeah, Stu doesn't have to go vacuum quite yet. Okay, let me... No. These other two are are um, very frustrating to me. The outdoor festival beer beating the running Aaron's beer. That's bullshit, John. I know you talked talk some trash Mm-mm. about the Aaron beer, but a festival beer, that sucks, dude. That's a terrible... That's not even a good beer, as far as I'm concerned. Brandon, this like, it's summer... it's overpriced. There's a million people... You're a, There's not a million people. What outdoor festivals are you talking about? We're talking about, like, Glencoe days here. There's not yeah, a million people. Is... There's 14 people, and they all know your dad. <laughs> That's not helping. That's not a good argument. It, it absolutely is a good argument. <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking of, like, Rock the Garden and, like, yeah. you know, no. uh, the, the no. Basilica Day. I mean, that's what you're thinking of, Brandon. You're not thinking of Corn Shaft Days, These where corn my dad and, and Dale shaft. are running the bar for the, for the, the liquor store and... You know, there's for some reason they have hard liquor out there in the hot sun, and that's just a bad idea all the way around. So you got to stick to beer. That's awesome. There's three. I mean, 
there's three on-duty uniform police officers that are not only drinking, they're turning off their radios so they can buy other people beers and ignoring calls. They're pl- they're oh my pl- god! The fire! That's everybody <laughs> click. Well, <laughs> as anybody knows, it's, you have an agreement with the neighboring towns police officers. They cover your city for your yep. town festival, and then your mm-hmm. towns covers their town festival. That's how it works. Buffalo Lake cops run Hector days. Hector mm-hmm. cops run Buffalo Lake days. That's just how it works. It's a beautiful system. That's I not just quit. It's not quid pro quo. That's just common sense. <laughs> common exactly. Sense. That's just people coming together to work for the yes, common good. Yes. <laughs> it's just also smacks the, other, the townie the, vote. The, the, I don't like it. Yeah, but the, the and the pro, of course the problem is in the town that like where all the cops from that town are at the neighboring town. It's basically the purge in that other town because <laughs> there's no cops. It's like, like all crime is legal. It's just it's if you got a if you have a grudge, that's that's when you settle that. It just seems like something more fun to remember than experience. I don't know. Just colored by nostalgia. The Aaron beer. I do it. So I do it every summer. It's not nostalgic. I literally do it every summer, Brandon. I guess. It's, is it that? It's, 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 it's delightful. Brandon, I, right. I don't see how you're still arguing when all of us are in agreement and the voters in the poll also agreed. So you're on an island by yourself. Just I don't know. I mean, we talked about that the festival you're talking about. There's, there were, as you said, 14 people there. This is the most famous, popular thing in the whole world. I've, I have been there, by the way. I'm not like uh, the guy who hasn't been to the small town festival. I just don't know if it's ever as... Eh, eh. Sometimes. Sometimes it's good. It can be bad, though. It's not a for sure guaranteed good. Aaron beer is always good. You chose to have the Aaron beer. That's the right. winner to me. Just uh, Brandon's on record saying that drinking with people you've known your entire life is worse than drinking and driving. <laughs> yes. Yep. That's right. No, yep. uh, drinking solo. That's what I would say. Uh, okay. Um, the number one airing of grievance and uh john you know exactly what i'm gonna say here small town wedding dance you weren't (laughs) invited to beer beating post-exercise shower beer is just beyond fucked that is so fucked up the small town wedding dance you weren't invited to i can see that actually working out positively and memorably sometimes but you know what never happens while you're drinking a post-exercise shower beer Getting in a fight with a townie. Unless it's chicken showering with his wife. No, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean like, that. <laughs> very funny. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Just like when you have a shower. <laughs> 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 Pardon me. I just knew Stu would get to that joke a lot faster than Roth me, so I had to I had to blurt realize. it out. One of but the I Rothschilds do... are here. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking with a shower. I just don't understand how that won, and I'm I'm never going to be over it. Maybe it's just again a thing that I thought was super fun and common was the post exercise shower beer is probably something that most people are like, what? Why would I ever do that? That sounds insane <laughs> to me. No. I just exercised. <laughs> oh. I'm trying to lose weight, yeah. and now I'm doing weekend. what again? I think <laughs> I think not everyone lives in a Michelob Ultra commercial like you do. <laughs> <laughs> Showering to go to the rooftop patio to meet all your beautiful friends. Yes. Yes. Hey, Lance Armstrong, how's it going? (laughs) Dap. Intricate. 
What a Hand perfectly shaped. diverse set of friends I have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it. Uh, uh, I guess. I, I, I'm what, just... Really quickly, I, I, I asked the question about the which beer is the Duke beer, and I'm scrolling through the beers. Post-group bike ride beer? That's the Duke beer. Is Oh. Going on a bike, going on an excursion bike ride. Uh, that's, that's the Duke. P- pretty dukey. Oh, you're clomping Duke. around in your shoes. Duke-ish. You got the tights. Yeah, the helmet still on. Yeah, in the parking lot. Like the that's, that's yeah. the Duke. Are Isn't are motorcycle are motorcycles included in that, or is it strictly bicycles? Bicycles. I was thinking bicycles. It never occurred to me. That was a bicycle ride. That's, that was yeah. a group bicycle okay. ride. Yep, that was it. That, yeah, you, that's, uh, that's probably that's probably that's probably right. It, it's the a only bad other one. option is the post snow skiing jacuzzi beer. Nope, that's right. That's the one. That's that the Duke. Was, that's the Duke. Ooh, that's that the Duke. Be... Yep, that's the Duke. That was. I apologize a, to my bicycling friends. That that's the Duke of all the that's beers the that felt like they had little to do with my life. That one had the least to do with how my actual <laughs> life is playing out. <laughs> the post ski jacuzzi. <laughs> I think I've been skiing. Yeah, I don't know twice, and I wore jeans both times. <laughs> like I don't. I just the, the jacuzzi afterwards didn't. I don't think it had a jacuzzi at Buck Hill. Duct taped your cowboy boots to the skis. <laughs> I have boots. I don't need ski boots. I've got boots. What? <laughs> Rented your boots, piece of shit. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, well, I understand why I lost a bunch of these. I still would recommend anybody, while you're out running errands, get a beer, guilt-free. takes 20 minutes. Take- their spouse will never know. It's incredible. It's one of the best. Again, it's a dad vote, but it's a solo beer that's guilt-free. Those are hard to come by. So I definitely recommend that. And then the post-exercise shower beer. Um, Take the L. I guess I understand. The thing about that one is um, if you play adult sports that happen at night, the issue is, no matter how pathetic this sounds, you are a little revved up after the game, right? Adrenaline, whatever. It's hard to go to bed. There's nothing worse than playing like a 9 o'clock game and sitting up awake at 1 a.m. Because if you're stupid, whatever. You get home, you have to shower anyway. The beer will help you with recovery. Not really, but we can say it will. And it'll help you go to sleep. So the post-exercise shower beer, that's also post-sports playing. Highly recommended. Try it next time you ever... Move your body. That's all I have to say. Huh. I took a bunch of fellas. Thank on you, that Body one. by Jake. I appreciate that. <sighs> all right. So next week we'll talk about our actual winners. Um, do you guys want to move on to our next topic? Yeah. Sure. What is it? Um, I wanted to just complain for a while at the stupid professional sports leagues with all of their terrible ideas to get sports back up and running it seems like they all have the same terrible idea just the place and time changes yes let's all have them all go to one place yeah somehow the nhl offered i heard an idea where they were going to play either a, a number or all of the games 
in Grand Forks. Yes, I saw this. And what struck me as odd about that, I didn't read the story. I think it was in The Athletic, which I don't have a subscription to, so I couldn't read it. Um, in the NHL's mind, do they picture, like, I, I tease Grand Forks a lot in the University of North Dakota, but I've been to Grand Forks. There, There is a town there with people, like, that exists. Like, do, in the right. NHL, do they think of it like, is it like the like Mad Max? Like it's just completely deserted, desert. There's zero like humans it's left. This, yeah. It's yeah. just this building that exists out in the middle of nowhere that nobody nobody lives around it. Like they're going to bring everybody there, and they're not going to infect anybody. What, if you were Gary to ask Batman, like, what does Grand how many Forks people look like? Yeah, yeah, 11, 11 citizens live there. That's what that would be his guess over under some old western mining camp like from 1743 <laughs> yeah I, you ever have you I ever just, seen the is, movie mystery alaska that's what gary <laughs> batman is picturing but no there's t- tens of thousands of people live there it's not you can't just move everybody there and not impact it they would get sick to it or the alternate is that they just don't care about people in grand forks now that's yeah. a theory i i can all right I can start getting behind something like that. Like we just don't care about them. We don't care. Right. Yeah, we know we know the exact population. No, we know they live there. there. We just don't. We'll care. send the sick ones to Thief River Falls. We don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, d- anyway, that's. It does sort of like remind Jack- me of the time that Chicken insisted to me that the Rugby World Cup should be required to be held in Rugby, North Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> I know. The difference is, is that. Um, where, where's the flaw? Where's the flaw? There's no flaw. It's got in the, the same. It's the there's same no flaw in the plan. It's just the ah, same it's plan. The same word. It's the same word. It, one's rugby and the other's rugby. It's clever. Yeah. There. They had Woodstock and Woodstock. They can play rugby and rugby. It's just common <laughs> sense. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm going to write that down. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's a good thing we're all um, leaving. Guys, we all saw 
Yeah. Uh, we all saw that the baseball proposal was maybe the dumbest thing. I, I mean, I am desperate for anything to watch or follow yes. that isn't that isn't updates about body counts. But it just seemed like that was like such a desperate. It, it felt like an eight-year-old boy's fever dream. Is that he the one really where they were baseball? They got like they yeah. like an Olympic Village style where they just yeah, all live yeah. together. And they're gonna they're gonna abandoned. get a whole bunch of ho- yeah abandoned hotels in Arizona, which probably are a real thing, and like just take everyone away from their families for four months in a pandemic in the hottest part of the world in the summer, and play games in front of nobody in a hundred and thirty degree weather. I play doubleheaders every day for reasons that yeah. Are beyond and understanding, keep, and yeah, somehow, are like, come, do I, I mean, get a say? Do, do I have to? Yeah, I don't know that I'd want to leave my family at this time right now. And also, there's not going to be tests. I, I know the rich and powerful get tests, but not that degree of testing is available for anybody. It just none of it made any sense. If you looked at it for the five seconds, for like Christ, that would be awesome to have baseball on right now. Then you look at the details like that's a baby thought of that. An actual fucking baby yeah. made, had this idea, wrote it down <laughs> in crayon, and it somehow got in front of Rob Scribbled Manfred. in crayon. That's, yeah, Timmy Tompkins, age eight, Tempe, Arizona. Teacher, I like baseball. And it's like that's that's that was it. That was the proposal. It makes, none of it makes sense. At yeah, least I, the NFL draft makes sense. It's just a conference call. That makes sense. That's fine. Yes, we've all. It's not NFL. sports. It's not sports. It is not sports, but it at least makes sense because that's they what got, that is. That's they got lucky. They, they yes. all got lucky in the sense that the, the season wasn't going on. I mean, think of how monumentally fucked the NFL would have. How, how much oh. they would have fucked up had oh, it yeah. been week eight. Like, what? What do you think they would have done? They would have implemented oh. the baseball's plan of like, here, let's concentrate all these. All the players have them abandon their families. Like, what did FDR do during World War II? Let's just copy that. With you know, let's, right. Right. Let's, let's just, what did they him. do during the war? Yeah. <laughs> oh, but they got lucky because I can't yeah. imagine what what idea Goodell would have come up. With. Let's play in the moon. I don't know. Yeah, it's terrible. The other one I heard from the NBA was. They're going to be doing like a horse competition, but like taped at each player's home. So he'll like well, one guy the will players even how many players even own horses? <laughs> it's a there it is. Love, love that joke. Love that joke. <laughs> Why am I still laughing? <laughs> God, uh, this fucking Wuhan virus. I can't. I, my mind is going. Cuckoo. Yeah, it's I'm bad. sorry, guys. That was a horrible joke. I don't How know. How many what of them was. even own horses? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! I need to get out of this fucking town. Yeah, it's <sighs> it's not good, and it's desperate, and it's boring. Like if the two people I'm probably most interested in, like my two children, they play horse. Four seconds into it, I am like, somebody blow my brains out. Fucking shoot me in the face. Do not let me watch one more second of this motherfucking horse game. And they're my kids. I'm desperate to be around them, and I can't stand it. There was an old 80s clip uh, posted. Maybe it was in the 70s. I don't know, a long time ago. A horse used to be like a game they played during the All-Star game. And so like Pete Maravich and some other guy played horse. It is just mind 
numbingly awful to watch. What if we took uh, the boringness of the slam dunk competition and made it less athletic? Made it even <laughs> worse. Yeah, even perfect. worse. What if we took the, all the athleticism out of this stupid competition? They were like, okay, well, for this one, I'm going to jump off my left foot but do a right-handed layup. <laughs> Great. I don't give a shit. I'm already, I'm already gone. There's no way I'm going to watch this. Half-court shots and miss the first 12 of them. And you're just going to be sitting there watching that. And even, like, think of the best reaction you'd have to, like, Steph Curry hitting a half-court shot. Yeah, I'm desperate I, for basketball, and I'd be like, all right. I kind of expect him to hit a lot of half. That's not yeah, remarkable. I'm sure they will. It'll be pretty impressive, but I don't need to watch it. And that's like, again, I, I usually go through this, like, mental exercise, and Stu already kind of touched on it, but, like, if you hear an idea, at what age person could broach <laughs> it for you to be like, oh, that's that's an okay thing. I'm not kidding. It, you kind of talked about it, but, like, if my 15-year-old nephew brought up any of these ideas, I'd be like, dude, you, what is wrong with you? Do you have any brains at all? Think through some of this stuff, buddy. And these are grown adults. It's just not going to happen, man. They're all terrible. I can't believe it. There's no good ideas. Well, do you have a good idea? No. There is no a, one has a, good ideas. Just, just sit. Just Yeah, it's literally patience is the only good idea, and no one has it because everyone's stuck at home. That's, that's it. I mean, can we get, like, two of these guys together, get them tested, and then, then they can just figure it out from there? I'm sure, like, Mike Trout and Mookie Betts can come up with something together. The thing is, I just don't want to see them, like, pass videos back and forth of, like, here's some cool shit. You have to have a little bit of the back and forth between athletes, like some defense or something. But anything beyond that, it's just a risk point. And obviously, like, what we forget to think about is, like, the players have a say in all this. They don't have to be trucked out to Deadwood. Ooh, so I have no that, good idea. Are, are you proposing a Deadwood series? Horse competition that... in Deadwood, yes. Out in the Black Hills. Nailed it. Totally nailed it. Hmm. Um, no, I'm sure there's going to be more terrible ideas coming forth soon. I just can't imagine. I don't know. I just feel like just calm down with the ideas and wait and start up all of your leagues in whenever they can be started up again. You don't need to hustle to mid-May or early June or whatever it is. Like Maybe shoot for August as the best-case scenario and go from there. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. What do I know? So you couldn't an idea, you couldn't Come up with baseball that, like, try to figure out the rules of the game change so that nobody can get within. I know the CDC says six feet, but let's say we up it to like 20 feet. But you can still play the game, and I don't know, no catcher and like ghost runners or something. No? Ghosties. You got to have some ghosties. I'd be down with that. You could so for sure. Could, yeah. They're, they're kind of a long ways away. You could do a home run contest, right? So you tell me, okay, okay. Those are kind of fun. Chicken, I, 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 yep. I admire where your head is at, chicken. But just trying to. How was how was how was Ron Gardenhire going to get the red ass with social distancing? Mm-hmm. VFA well, thing. Yeah. Well, if Hunter, Hunter Wendelstein, seriously, Gardy, the Wuhan gave him the, the oh, COVID. God. That would oh, that'd God. be it. I think that'd be finally what yeah. pushes Gardy over the edge. 
Yeah, uh, he I'll just can't the get the red ass with social distancing. It can't keep the umpires possibly. in those comical bubble things, and then he could just chest bump that thing, and Hunter <laughs> Wendelstead is like rolling down the street. Hunter Wendelstead's wearing a diving bell. Rolling and... in the traffic. <laughs> Guardy is trying to belly why is Guardy? Why is Guardy licking Hunter Wendelstead? It makes no sense. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. I guess I can. Good times. Some sort of hazmat suit home run derby, and it's only a couple guys. How does that sound? That sounds Uh, really boring. It's not the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) That sucks, man. I I don't know what to tell you. John will watch. Shitty idea. John watches a lot of sports. John does watch a lot of sports. I'm at the point. I read an article the other day in about some. paddle tennis tournament that they had the other day it was on espn3 and it sounded like the goofiest thing ever it's played on a wooden court surrounded by a fence and it's like real tennis but it's not the court is way small anyway the details of the sport aren't important my reaction to the article was oh man i can't believe i missed that i wish i would have watched paddle tennis or whatever i'm not even completely sure it was called paddle tennis I, I just feel desperate. There were there have been a ton of stories about the few soccer leagues around the world that have not stopped playing, chiefly Belarus, which is a terrible nonsense league that nobody plays in. But I saw those stories, and my immediate reaction was to go check ESPN3 just in case they'd signed a broadcast deal with the Belarusian P- Premier League. I don't support it. I don't think it's a good idea. But I'm feeling what? increasingly, increasingly desperate for any kind of live sports. What is the first Just sport that's going to come back? Tennis or golf? Tennis feels like the easy number one. Is the the concern with tennis now even is like what you're going to like sweat on the ball that's gonna that's going to be the the agent that carries it somehow, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I mean, you would, like, in theory, test both players before the match just to make sure they're not, you know... Well, that that seems like, ultimately, the key sticking point in any sport coming back is the fact that, at least in the United States and in a lot of other places, too, there simply are not enough tests to go around, and so you can't say, hey, we'll test all of the teams before the game and make sure that anybody who has the virus is not part of whatever they can't do that and until they can do that which near as i can tell from the last month will be never ever there's no possible way i can see this working i suspect i I, I think people are starting to figure it out there are not going to be team sports for like a year and a half and people should probably just get used to that there may be i think single player sports will probably return but i don't see team sports coming back until 2021 i really don't yeah, and I'm, I think sorry. It's, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I'm bringing that up, but I'm. I mean, it just no, seems it's... so unlikely, just because we just don't have the testing regimen in place, and I don't know when we're going to have it. I'm absolutely you know? not ready to hear that, Stu. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Sure. I'm sorry. I just. I. I, I want to be wrong. I'd love to be wrong. I'd be I, thrilled to be wrong. I saw a story today about how the 
German soccer league was making play, plans to come back in May with just playing games in empty stadiums and stuff. And mm-hmm. I don't think that's probably a good idea for all the reasons we've discussed, but I honestly got a knot in my stomach. I was so excited about the possibility. Like, that's one month away. I can wait another month. Oh, yeah. One month would be totally fine. Um, yeah, the key is testing. That's everything, right? Yeah. And even the best news we've heard is that Abbott Labs is making 50,000 tests a day, which is like actually a drop in the bucket for how many tests we need. Um, yeah. At some point, someday, um, ideally, you'd have a test that's somewhat like a thermometer or a breathalyzer or something where it's like a very easily reusable test that you can just test people all the time. Um, and then we would be fine. We would have it in front of businesses and grocery stores and gyms and everything else, and we would just completely go back to normal. The only problem is they don't. that doesn't exist. I don't think it's on the horizon of it existing. It takes time. Again, And even if it patience. did, there's still like not a 100% chance that's always accurate. So patience, I don't know. Patience, patience. patience. That's, that's, all, that's all we got, man, is patience. W. Axl Rose was right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what a good song. Such a good one. Great what song. a jam. Just such a good song. Well, I think that was, was the last top 10 song with whistling, by the way. Hmm. Hmm. Raindrops keep falling on my head. Was that the was before, way before that. Winds yeah. of it Change was, by Journey. Our young folks. folks. First of all, that was, uh, that, was, that was the Scorpions, John. Oh, that was the Scorpions. But, uh, How stupid of me, was, of course. God, that's at the same time it... That's yeah, that's really close, close actually. Yeah, that might be right, John. Close. I'm sorry. I forgot about Winds of Change. Hmm. No, Whistle. There's the song with the whistling. It's about giving oh. blowjobs or something. Oh, the Whisper song. The Whisper by the Yin Yang Twins, that one? Yeah, that's why you twerk. The, the whistle, the... Yeah, that might be it. That might be it. <laughs> Son yeah, of a gun. It. You're right. That's all right. No, I'm glad we talked this through. We needed yeah, to no, talk it through. We weren't going to come up with it just off the top of your head. You needed yeah, to, it seemed like a, to that's go that, through the progression. That is 30, talking. yeah, because Patience came out like when I was still in high school. So that's like over, that's 30 odd years ago. So there had to be some more whistling between then and now. And I, there had again, to I, be, yeah. The, and I, and I apologize the, right now. I, I apologize on this podcast to both the Yin Yang twins. I should have known that. Mostly the Yin. Yang knows what he did. <laughs> he was yeah. a songwriter. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Yin deserves the credit. Um, all right. Um, do you guys want it's, to talk it's about... It's bowling, by the... Bowling is going to be the one that comes back. I mean, that's the obvious. And you can do it remotely. You could. There's people yeah, that have bowling alleys in their homes. You could sanitize, sanitize your balls. You should sanitize your balls anyway. <laughs> you should absolutely sanitize your balls. Really playing um, fast and loose with the term sport here, aren't we? Bowling bud? balls, man. Bowling. Fuck you. If you're not, I'm watching bowl. I'm going to watch it. Oh, I will watch the shit out of bowling. Back. I will watch it. I'll watch a, yes, I'll watch anything, but it's, I don't know, sport. But whatever. If they, if they yes. had like a sweet 64 of bowlers yeah. and like, then you could pick your, and they had like a bracket and they had a bowling tournament. Yeah. Tomorrow. And also, it started tomorrow. Fuck you. You know that you would yeah. be at your office. Absolutely. Well, not in your office. You'd be and, and if I can I, can I call bullshit on myself really quick? If that baseball proposal comes back in a month from now and nothing has changed, I might be on board with it. <laughs> of course, <laughs> yes, of course. There's no doubt. No one's listening anyway. How yeah. about uh, professional athletes bowling? 
Love it. Sure. And next to them, whatever, or like on the phone with sure. them, is a professional dancer that can choreograph their celebration if they get a strike. So you can kind of see the athleticism you're, and coordination. You're big on sellies. I'm not as big on sellies. You're a big silly guy. Oh, you know what you love is just the not even a fist bump. No. You just put your head down and you walk away. Shoulder to the Sanders. wheel. Act like you've been ball there the before. Well, you this is my first ball strike. To the ref. And the bowling ball yep. to the ref at high speed. <laughs> just a light toss, just like yep. Barry. Yep. <laughs> Oklahoma State, you've been there before. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I love the Sellies, though. We're desperate. Okay, you want to move on to our next segment? Yeah, let's do it. We, we have a this third? This is a fairly, uh, a fairly new segment. I don't remember what it was either. Uh, that, uh, <laughs> fairly new segment that we've been doing recently, and this is a How Are We Staying Sane segment, um, which, of course, I don't know if we are. Um, no. Does anybody That's have any... Uh, I, I know you guys talked about this a couple weeks ago. I have one chicken you'll be happy to know. Hmm. One way I stayed sane this week is I watched the movie Hell or High Water. Oh my god! Oh, what boy. a great movie! Oh, oh man, that's man. fucking good. Did I mention that somewhere? Did I say that? I guess I don't recall ever mentioning how much I love that movie. I must have well, said it. Somewhere. I mean, I don't know you've ever have, but I know you as a person. You're my friend. I know exactly who you are, and you love that movie. That's it's, it. Was written for oh, you. That's it was written specifically <laughs> for you. <laughs> the first time I watched, I would, it's exactly what I thought. Like, holy shit! I don't know who this person is that wrote it, but are they looking over my shoulder? You gotta look up who actually wrote that movie. Do you know who it is? I don't know. I have no idea. It's this giant dude. Okay, I'm not even gonna fact check this. I hope to God he, I'm right. This no, he played he, he played he played an Irish mobster on Veronica Mars. Exactly. Taylor Sheridan. What? He is huge. Yes. And he looks like in Veronica that Mars and writer. a couple other bit parts that he had, like a kind of a jokey Andre the Giant type, just behemoth doof. And uh, he actually writes movies, and he's incredible, and that was one of the movies he wrote. He's unbelievably talented, and he just does, you know, of course, he doesn't look like it at all, so that's who wrote it. Well, the, that's, the, yeah, the screenwriting, I mean, the, 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 the writing is beautiful. The pace, whoever yeah. directed it, the pace of that movie, just everything about it. I just love it. How about that, yeah. uh, the acting of Ben Foster, the crazy brother? Oh, Holy shit, he's oh, perfect. Oh, my it God. It is so good. Just bananas. It's just perfect. Oh, yep. yeah. Yep, I, I just yeah. like to me. I'm not a great like acting mind, but I was just like mm-hmm. that. If that guy didn't get best picture, I don't understand it. Like he was so good. Yeah, that, absolutely. Uh, That's man. That is that is on Netflix, right? That is streaming and it's on Netflix. Netflix. It is. Yep. yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. If, yeah, if you've not seen everybody, if you have not seen that, put that to the top of your queue. It's oh, so it. good. If yeah. Brandon and I can both love a movie, then. Uh, it's, that covers as broad a spectrum as That's the gamut. I, w- I want to see. I want to see. He also is behind. I have not seen this. There's a series called Yellowstone that is on. I want to see the Paramount Network. I don't know That's that correct. for sure, but it's, I think he's I'm behind that. Not that. that, this, is, is that yes, I want to say it's at least. Is he, he really? Is, he I created Yellowstone. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he created that, and that that's got Costner, right? It is Costner. Yeah, that, can, that candy ass Kevin Costner. Yeah. Yeah, and the guy who plays kind of the Ben Foster role in that show is, oh, I couldn't tell you his the actor's name, but you would know him. He's the guy on Goodwill Hunting. 
that's like the you know there's the four buddies on Goodwill. He's Hunting the ben fourth Affleck. guy that never mm-hmm. said anything. He's the fourth guy that never says anything. He's yeah, Cole, uh, Cole something. Goes. I couldn't tell you his name. No idea. Sure. And he's yeah. in Days to Confused. And yeah. 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 That guy. That guy. Kind of the redhead guy. Guy, type guy. Character actor that never really did much of anything, and that he's awesome in Yellowstone. Yep. So that's my tip. Anybody else have a tip? How you staying sane? Help me out. Um, what I've been doing is um, mourning the like incredibly talented singer songwriters who are passing away with alarming frequency. From the <laughs> I was going to get to that virus. Why am I laughing at <laughs> and... that too? I'm sorry, Stu. Everything you say that's no. morbid. I am just and rolling on. My, I'm not it's kidding. I just, just wrote down my next bit was, "Hey, Stu, what musician died this week?" Uh, so there you uh, go. let's see. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, Multiple. Adam Schlesinger from Fountains of Wayne, who I love, and obviously uh, John Prine, who and mm. the entire world loves, uh, passed last night. And it's just been listening to their music has been a really good palliative because you cannot listen to their music and be well. In John Prine's case, some of his songs are super fucking sad, but they're so good. It's just like mm-hmm. that. That mm-hmm. guy's an artist. That's actual art and more people are fine i think you know obviously everyone's stuck inside so there there are people finding out about john prine just now and that's awesome because that's a whole world of incredible songs songs that you're going to play at your wedding songs are going to get played at your funeral i mean just songs you're going to drive around and listen to just like holy shit an actual human being was that creative and that good at writing songs. No, and it's true. So what, I, I've been, what I've been doing, yeah, that's what I've been doing, is like mourning these guys and listening to their music and just being grateful we had them for as long as we did. I'm actually one of those people who didn't know a ton of John Prine. I'm sorry. I should have said earmuffs to chicken and to stew. Um, <laughs> yeah, I obviously knew Angel from Montgomery, and I knew In Spite of Ourselves, and I had kind of heard bits and pieces of other things, but I didn't really... Uh, hadn't really heard much more than that, but um, you're right. Even last night, having played just a handful of tunes, he's he's pretty awesome, man. And it's not the type of music I typically listen to. Um, I also had no idea the story that he was discovered by Roger Ebert. He was. That's fucking insane. Yeah. I saw that. I was like, no, man. that's wrong. He and was it, a mailman in Chicago from Kentucky who quit delivering mail because he was scared of bees. So, I mean, <laughs> and he's at an he got, he got tired of bees chasing thing. him while he was delivering letters. So I mean, he's, he so he decided to be a genius songwriter instead. He's at an open mic, wow. as I understand it. Roger Ebert mm-hmm. is like walking in because he's like just got done with a movie or something across the street. Has nothing to do with music. He's not a music critic at all. Watched him. Wrote an article in the Chicago Sun Times, and again, having no authority whatsoever. And, uh, and that was the way he got Chris Christopherson saw the article and mm-hmm. saw him, signed him, whatever else. And John Prine was always like, yeah, Chris Christopherson, that's really cool of you. But Roger Ebert was the guy. He found me. Yep. Insane. Fucking at the movies guy. Yeah. You can't make Amazing. that up. That's really yeah. cool. It, what can, why, why can't this go after the old guys who suck? That's really my <laughs> only complaint. As you can't get Henry Kissinger in front of somebody who's coughing. I Sorry, was that out loud? I probably shouldn't say that. I'm sorry. None of the you old, can, you can... none of the people who suck have died. They're all be, they've all been yeah. good. Yeah, it's awful. What the fuck? I hate, um, I hate everything. 
I find myself being sympathetic to my kids who are eight and five. Um, and then I have to scream and yell at myself that they're going to be absolutely fucking fine. Like they are so much more resilient and doing okay. Um, not to pull the old, like back in my day, but I legitimately, when I was my age, I entertained myself for like five hours at a time playing ceiling catch, just laying on my back and Mm -hmm. throwing a baseball to the ceiling and back for hours and hours and hours. They're going to be okay. But man, that's, uh, that's the thing that I have to kind of give myself a daily pep talk about um, because I end up feeling bad for the kids and they're, they're okay. The kids, as they say, are all right. Um, that's it though for me. I have no other ways to stay sane. John, how are you doing? He's well, clearly not sane. I have, <laughs> <clears throat> I have a three-year-old daughter, so my life exists in about six different states right now. Either yeah, dude, I'm you have sleeping. It the worst, honestly, I'm sleeping or I'm at work, working in my basement, or I am watching the movie Frozen, or I am listening to the soundtrack to the movie Frozen, or I am pretending to be Anna while my daughter pretends to be Elsa, or I am listening to my daughter cry about why we can't do any of the previous three things. That's really all I do in my life now. Yeah, you know, when this first started, I started to sort of like play out the different ages and the difficulties of parenting. And for some reason, I know how dumb it is now, but I first like thought it was going to be the hardest for the kids who were... Um, that had a lot of responsibility in school, high school age kids, junior high, whatever else that had to do a lot of schoolwork, but that's wrong and false. They can do stuff on their own. They're self-sufficient at this point. The younger it is, the harder it is, uh, ages of kids. So you have my full sympathy, Jonathan. Uh, my eight and five year old can like go outside by themselves and I don't have to worry about them whatsoever. I have it much easier and I know that. The the one the one benefit that we do have is that our lives have not been disrupted all that much just because my daughter went to preschool two mornings a week and changing that to her not going to preschool two mornings a week doesn't really change much and my wife stays home with our kids so we have in many ways we are very blessed right now because we don't have to deal with trying to work jobs while also educating our children and stuff like that so i'm not saying your point is like you were already miserable yeah exactly i'm (laughs) i'm just as miserable as i was before the quarantine it's the exact same thing (laughs) but uh, unlike uh, well unlike anyone else on this podcast though you have your brother calling you and asking if you know what glenn mason's travel to the wuhan (laughs) province in december was like (laughs) do you think i could shake his hand before somebody got how could I? How could I just got make him worry? Video of Glenn Mason eating a bat from a wet bucket <laughs> in the Wuhan. Just diving into They're, it, still alive. Yeah, you know, I've got Flight Aware records that Glenn Mason was in the Wuhan province in December tenth. <laughs> High fiving Barry Alvarez while he does it. <laughs> oh man. I've also taken this as an occasion to um, get after some what I, I think is sort of somewhat commonly known as like your pop culture blind spots, like things that are should be very obvious that everyone else has seen that you haven't, 
there's a nice <clears throat> chance to catch up on that. Like if you hadn't seen yep. Goodfellas or we've been whatever. doing that. Yep. Um, I tried to watch Harry Potter. How was that, Brandon? Uh, Jones and I, Jones is eight. Uh, we lasted about 10 minutes. Just couldn't do it. <laughs> tried. Yeah. We really tried. 10 minutes feels like a good amount to know, like, oh, I wonder where this one goes. Mm-hmm. And we were both just out. So that didn't work, mm-hmm. but I tried. Um, I, would, I watched Blade yeah. Runner. Had never seen Blade Runner. That's good. It's a I little embarrassing. Like yeah, it's pretty good. It's cool. I mean, it's dated now, right? But um, it was fun. And I totally understand why that was probably like blew people's minds in 1983 or whatever it was. And then another one is there's a book called The Adventures of The Amazing Adventures of Cavalier and Clay, which is a very, I mean, it yeah. won tons of awards and it's kind it's of the phenomenal kind of thing. One of my favorite, literally one of my favorite books. Totally. I hear that so often. It's just one of those things that fell through the cracks and I just had never read it before. So I'm I'm about two thirds of the way through that right now too. And you're right. It's, it's pretty awesome. So um, I'm really enjoying that. But that's another thing I would say would be kind of fun. Uh, to do and John, uh, pop culture blind spots for you is literally every yeah. single thing that's all of pop here. culture. I'm Everything I'm a walking, talking, been... <laughs> living pop culture blind spot. And the ironic thing is, because I have a three year old and a ten month old, I am making no progress whatsoever to rectify that. I can no. I have a lot of information about children's TV shows now. There there have been a lot of jokes around about people. Oh, I finished Netflix. Now what do I do? Blah blah blah. About all these shows they're seeing. I my daughter is getting a lot of new shows now. I am getting mm-hmm. none whatsoever. I Nothing. still have an equal amount of of nothing going on as I always did. It just I'm not I'm not missing as much as I was before because there's no sports on TV. But true, I can I can tell you a lot about Doc McStuffins and Paw Patrol, but I can't do anything that I really want to do with my time. So, do you get even like? An hour after they go to bed to relax, and you and yeah, the but I, I like to spend a recording podcast with my friends. So. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> idiot, Jesus! Honestly, the, the stupid thing is because everyone is so desperate for human connection. I think just about every night I end up talking to someone on FaceTime or Zoom or mm-hmm. on the phone or something like that. Even if it's just talking to my folks for a while. Just I know it's crazy, but it's so helpful. You're right. It's so important. There's there's an episode of The Simpsons. I don't want to re- relate everything to old Simpsons episodes, but yeah, you it's, do. It's the one where the the Council of Citizens takes over the town and starts to run it into the ground. And there's a part where the comic book guy says that breeding will only be allowed every seven years. Because that's the way the most logical race in the universe, the Vulcans, do it. And he says something like, for many of you, this will in- represent a decrease in breeding. For some of us, much, much more. <laughs> and in terms of interaction with people, that's sort of my experience of the quarantine is. Right. Uh, for some of this, will this will represent a decrease in how much you're hanging out with people. For me, much, much more. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's true how important that stuff immediately shows itself to you, right. how important that is, uh, which is crazy. The other thing that I would say um, is I've got a uh, my dad ball crew. We're on Slack. There's about 15 of us, and we are on there a lot, just, just chatting. And we're all at pretty similar stages, fairly close ages and all that sort of stuff. 
one thing that's been interesting is almost to a person, every one of us have been like, man, there have been a there have been a bunch of days where I've actually been totally okay. And there's been a couple of days where I've been really, really, really down. Like just like the bad bad days are real bad. Um, and you pop back up from it the next day. Um, I can certainly uh, attest to have having that uh, happen myself too. But I think you're right. Like keeping in touch with people and knowing that like those things are going to come and go, hopefully, right? Um, but that has been another just like I was amazed to hear how many guys were like, yep, I've experienced that too. Um, so every once in a while, finding just some of that universal stuff that you can figure out that is uh, is common is uh, I don't know. It's just been an interesting few weeks, obviously, to say the yeah. least. So um, two things, Brandon. One, how's Brickman? Well, yeah, he's 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 amazing. Um, you know, we don't okay, talk to him as much sure. as we'd like, um, but he still checks in mostly just to rip on people's sneakers choices, as he Good. typically did when he lived here, which was great. Um, okay. So yeah, yep, still around. Love okay. him. Good, good. And um, number two, have you seen Watchmen on HBO yet? I saw Watchmen, and I absolutely loved Watchmen. Loved it. Um, Doctor Manhattan's hog is amazing. Jesus, that Excuse is one my goodness, Dick. That is. Oh, just... you, you literally meant it. Then. Wow, wow. The phrasing <laughs> yeah. correct, I guess. I didn't see. I thought. Uh... No, that's not All a right. metaphor. Sometimes no, no, no. this pop no, culture no. blind spot we're, is a okay with me. We're talking, we're talking dicks, guys. <laughs> talking, oh, talking wangs. Oh man, is it gorgeous? It's just amazing. <laughs> if anybody has access a to HBO, um, I think Watchmen's yeah. incredible. I also would say like The Leftover. I'm one of the few human beings on Earth that says The Leftovers is like one of my top five shows of all time. So something about that—that's the same creator. Um, Something about that vein of like unexplainable and kind of intense, but then gets a little weird again, just kind of hits me in the right way. So, yeah, huge fan. Loved it. And that dick, man. Back to whistling. Back to yeah, whistling. It's something. That's a callback. It is something. <sighs> so, yeah, we're, oh, uh, yeah. So, we're, we're, we're trying to figure out our next, uh, our binge thing. I mean, I mean, Tiger King left just a giant, you know, polygamist hole in our heart. So we're just kind of trying to. I know. Figure That's out what just we're gonna one of those like it's it's what I assume probably like smoking crack is like. Like you just start it and you're like, well, we got to get through this immediately. I'm not gonna sleep yeah. until I get done with all the crack. I'm not gonna like leave some for tomorrow. Like we're just gonna do all the crack. And everybody just like ran through that thing so quickly. I, I still don't know one human being who's been like started it. I'll let you know when I'm done. Uh, so, have you seen Halt and Catch Fire, Stu? Nope. That's on Netflix. It's on my list. We I, we have a long list on our refrigerator of shows that we're going to... We hopefully don't have to watch all of them because it's got to be a good year's worth of TV. Yeah. But yeah. Um, we, do have a, we do have a list. We actually wrote it down of stuff where we should catch up on that at least two of the three of us who live here will watch. So, yeah, it's one of those things that's like, oof, that's a daunting list, and hopefully we don't have to watch all of it because Jesus Christ. Yeah, there's going to be some stuff that hopefully you can, like, watch a couple episodes and be like, not for me. Yeah. Like, that's not going to do yep. it. Um, halt and yeah. Catch Fire, uh, I'm, I'm, I probably have talked about this before, but 
the first season's a little cheesy, a little like trying hard for rating sort of thing, and then it gets better. And then season four is the is the final season, and it's just it's pretty close to perfect. And there's a I will just say this: there's a song called "So Far Away," I think, by Dire, dire Straits. Straits. Have you heard that yeah, song? Yeah. Uh, so far away. I have KQRS in my car. <laughs> I know I'm sounding like a like a 16 year old right now. Uh, I I had heard the song before, but it's one of those songs where like oh it's it's just like a song right, and it's played in a perfect way, um, in a movie or TV show or whatever. Anyway, it's it's a fairly pivotal scene in season four of Paul Dinklage Fire, and now I cannot get enough of that song. I absolutely fucking love "So Far Away" by Dire Straits. So I don't know yeah, if that it helps. Thir- the it was case. the th- it was the third single off their Brothers in Arms album after "Money for Nothing" and "Walk of Life." Oh, uh, you beat me to it. I was just gonna say that. I was just gonna. <laughs> what was? What were the remaining singles off that album, Stu? I believe the fourth one was the title track. I don't think there were any other singles. Right. Yeah, you yeah, can look. Title track. Wade, Wade, Wade. There's your there's your Thursday morning task to see what the singles were off the Brothers in Arms album by the I can't Straits think of another one. Romeo and Juliet was far was previous. That was album. that was from that was off of making movies in 1980. Chicken. Yeah, I think. So sure. I can't think of anything else that they that would be off that yeah. that one. Thank yeah. you. I, you and Sultan's it. A, yeah, Sultan's a Swing is 78. So. Yep. There you go. Dire Straits. Woo. Not so good. Nah, love him. Fucking Knopfler. Marky. <laughs> Just and, a bunch of dads got... sitting around talking about Mark Knopfler. This is <laughs> every podcast right now. Oh God. Seventy minutes into a podcast. Just just saying just saying dire not even saying anything about him that's interesting. Just dire, <laughs> dire straits. Oh yeah. Yep. Dire straits. Yep. Yep. Love it. Yeah. That's good. Uh, that's a good one. Please do a sport, somebody. Do a sport, please. And stop killing all the cool musicians. I was bowling. B- bowling tournament from bowlers' homes. They've got to have bowling alleys in their homes. Right. They have the big to. Guys. A bowling it's amazing. tournament. Yes. 64 of them. We could have a bracket, just bracket like basketball. Style. Yep. 64. We could all get into it. Unite the nation. Unite the clans. Give us something. Every night you can they bet play on it. Four games, let's say four matches. Frames, bowling matches, bowling. No, well, frame is the end. Is like innings, right? It's a frame, but what then is the, the bowling the innings are done. Bowling, bowling games. In, it's a game. Inning is over because you roll a three hundred game, around. and then then there's a series, like a nine hundred series. Game set series. Game series. series. Okay. Yep. Now that. Anyways, that's it. Sixty-four. Let's do it. What we just came up with? Make it happen. And I can't wait. This. I think I speak for America when I say I can't wait to see what Pete Weber's home bowling alley looks like. Pete Weber. That's the guy. That's that's the guy that looks like. Wasn't his name Pete Weber? You know, no. Mayor Pete. Pete Mitchell. Pete Mitchell. Sorry. Darn it. Pete Weber's the guy that looks like every, you, like you assume every pro bowler looks like. The guy oh, yeah. Pete we- no, Pete kind of Weber a- looks like the guy who's a mall cop because the real cops won't let him be in the real cops. 
real thin mustache. Right. right? Yep. Oh, man. Yep. Absolutely married a 17 year old. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Goes without saying. Uh, All right. Let's uh, let's stop talking for a while. Uh, Our homework is to uh, fill out our brackets and think of other good sports ideas. And third, most importantly, continue to stay sane. Uh, And lastly, uh, eat literally any other food than Papa Murphy's. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, hey, uh, a fifth, uh, maybe post correctly synced audio if we're feeling it. (laughs) Yeah, John. Yeah, let's talk about who sent in the audio that was somehow 11 seconds shorter than everybody's and screwed everything up. Hey, let, let's just all go ahead and send our specific audio to uh, Stu I'm and see when this gets posted. Let's see. <laughs> was it, it me, John? Let's see if Stu does. It wasn't you. It was Stu. Let's see if Stu does Shut absolutely up. any work for once. Holy <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Jesus God, John. Fuck, I'm the so only angry. one that made it out of this thing. So unscathed. angry. Holy Man. shit. How'd that happen? He fucking I'm the only it. guy. God, it's yell at me about something. I don't chicken, know. Chicken, oh, chicken, you need something. a new bit. Angry guy's taken. You need something else <laughs> now. There's an this, opening there for nice go. guy. He's been tired. <laughs> nice guys. Anyways. <laughs> Taking the Bill Hicks path to success right now. My God. <laughs> just right <laughs> the fastest rate. Right A to B. Yeah. Yep, just not dancing around anything. Love it. Oh, boy. All right. That was a good chat. Let's. Uh, yeah, it was. Goodbye, everybody. Go Vikings. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 